0: Uh, Welcome to the show, uh, 5th Street Sports, here on uh, Sports Byline SB Nation Radio. It's great to be with you. I'm Nick Gieber, along with uh, Nolan Dalla and uh, Frank Perez. It's a wonderful Saturday, as we look forward to a fairly large uh, race of animals today. But before we do any of that, uh, I want to let everybody know that the format of this week's show has completely changed, and it's with great pleasure that I announce that we will not be discussing horse racing, gambling, sports, or anything like that was
1: of the
2: royal wedding i didn't I didn't have any action though did you frank
3: none no no no, no, no. <laughs> I didn't give a right to-
2: I wouldn't put it past you, though. By the way, th- your accent sounds like you're from over there somewhere, Nick. What was your feeling about this all this r- r- craziness about
0: the royal wedding? Well, um, you know, I thought, uh, f- quite frankly, Nolan, I couldn't give a rat's ass. <laughs> I mean, really, um, I just I just couldn't care less about it. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't want to waste any time with it. I think it's, 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 a, it's just I could really go okay, get good luck to him. It'll probably go the way most marriages do. It'll end up in divorce. And some divorce lawyer uh, is going to be a very, very, very happy man, because they're generally men, uh, at the end of this. And, uh, you know, someone's going to come out on top, but it's certainly not – uh, it's certainly not the uh, taxpaying. Well, let's rate. hope Harry's on top, at least to be start well, with. At least to be probably, well, I don't know. You know. That's another discussion. That's a completely okay, okay, different okay. discussion for another Keep time. The show by, clean. by the way, uh, you can hear us on Sports Byline uh, USA. Uh, of course, you can hear us on SB Nation Radio and uh, YouTube and Facebook and Twitter and, gosh, anywhere else that you can imagine. Uh, we are going to step aside here and take a, just a quick three-minute break. Uh, in just a moment And uh, we'll be back with you to kick the show off Coming up we have a special guest uh, Bill who will be joining us from a very special Hitherto for undisclosed location So uh, uh, Yes I know So control yourself uh, We'll be right back after these messages This is 5th Street Sports Soccer By the way find us on Twitter at 5th Street Sports Or Facebook Facebook.com forward slash 5th Street Sports Talk Okay, we're going to go. Back in three minutes. Don't you go anywhere.
4: If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your
5: next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right
6: 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is
0: 800-485-6003. All right. Uh, welcome back to the show, for Street Sports, SportsBine, SB Nation Radio. Nick and Nolan and Frank, and, boy, we're all here. By the way, I'd like to welcome into the show Brian Allen. Oklahoma Brian joins us from, well, of all places, Oklahoma. Are you there with us, Brian?
7: I'm here. Can you guys hear me?
0: Yes, we can indeed. It's good to have you with us, Brian. Um, How are things in lovely Oklahoma?
7: Uh, Hot and uh, windy.
0: (laughs) Hot and windy. Well, uh, that's good. And you're not talking about the Mexican dinner. All right, so look, uh, Brian, Frank, (laughs) Nolan... Uh, we have a special guest, and I'm going to let Nolan introduce him. Nolan, take it away.
2: All right. So t- today we have the running of the Preakness, the second leg of the Triple Crown. And I couldn't think of a better guest for today's show than to bring in the great Bill Ordine. And Bill Ordine, for those of you on the East Coast, you probably know this name if you read any... Sports uh, pages from the Philadelphia Inquirer. He was the beat writer for the Philadelphia Eagles for many years. The Baltimore Sun. He covers gambling, Atlantic City. He's written a book, the book on uh, the definitive book on the business side of fantasy sports. But today, he's coming live from Pimlico Race Course in beautiful Baltimore, Maryland. Are you and there, Bill Dean? I,
8: I, I am here. I, I am. I am literally standing on the roof. Of the grandstand at Bimlico. And uh, I cannot, the, the fog is so heavy here, I could not see the back stretch from where I'm perched. Wow. Yeah.
2: You can't, it, yeah. It, so it's real foggy and you can't see across the track.
8: Uh, well, the, the track is as sloppy as it comes. In fact, uh, the turf track, the grass track, is uh, so soft that they had to move races off the grass and onto the dirt. The dirt itself is as mucky as it could possibly be. It's not raining here, but it's been raining all week, and we don't have any sun. We don't have any breeze. So the track is pretty sloppy.
2: All right, Bill. So before we talk about today's running of the Preakness, the big news, obviously, with Justified, seeing if he can continue his Winning Ways. Uh, yep. you, you you, have some breaking news or something we talked about earlier this week that you had some inside information you were going to share with us that potentially the Preakness may not be uh, at Pimlico much longer. Can you share that with us?
8: Oh, yeah, sure. That This has been an ongoing, in all fairness, this is an ongoing story here in Maryland that uh, Pimlico, which is a, a, a very old facility, and I, I'd like to be tactful about calling it venerable, uh, if you weren't, tactful, well, you would call it decrepit, I guess. But you mean it venerable
0: is, like you could get a venerable disease? <laughs> yeah. That's what I thought. Uh,
8: it, it, it is a very old building, well, well, well past its prime. The Maryland Jockey Club, which is the, the, the um, subsidiary of the Stronic Group, which owns both Laurel Park and um, and Pimlico Course, as well as the Preakness States, has has often said it, its preference is to move this race to Laurel Park. And, uh, you know, of course, tradition, legacy has, uh, you know, has been on the side of Pimlico as remaining the site for for this. But an upgrade of Pimlico would probably cost about three or $400 million on the conservative side. And, it's, and certainly the Maryland Jockey Club doesn't want to pay for that. In the state of Maryland certainly isn't volunteering to pay for that. So there seems to me, at least in my eyes, an inevitability that this race has to be moved to the newer facility and a facility that the Merlin Jockey Club is willing to pay to upgrade, and that's Laurel Park.
2: All right, so maybe the last year we'll see the the Preakness uh, run over 100 years uh, in Baltimore. Maybe it will move right between – One more year. One more year, and then it goes between – into the suburbs between Washington and Baltimore,
8: Frank? right? Yeah. Oh, I've
3: I've 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 been to that track. It's a very it's it's a nice track, Laurel.
8: It, yeah, I, I mean Laurel Park uh, has a lot of advantages. Uh, one of which is that it's got the footprint to create one of these um, uh, sports facilities that can be surrounded with restaurants and bars and even townhouses and condominiums. And I believe the state is putting a, uh, a rail station in right there at the site of, of the track. So, you know, it, you know, you guys are putting a brand new stadium in there in Las Vegas. Um, you know, that, that's the trend of sports facilities. You know, they're, they're not just a stadium or a ballpark or a racetrack. They have to be something grander.
0: Well, and certainly every new facility around the country now seems to going is seeming to have a sports book now put somehow right. into the architectural design of that new stadium slash entertainment building.
8: Sure. Now
3: you know, Delaware applied today. Really? Yeah, Delaware. It's all. all. They're, they're, they're trying to beat, it, beat the jump there. Yeah, All right, let me just stop
2: for a second. Right. Just a second Before we go into this next segment, I we're going to, to, yeah. yeah, to talk about the Supreme Court. Let's talk just. about Justified. Before we leave this first segment, uh, Bill, Bill, please hang yeah. on with us in the second segment because we're going to talk about the Supreme Court. Frank, you want to talk about the race today?
3: Yeah, Bill, I was wondering, with such a sloppy track and the fog and everything, that's got to be like uh, any, any kind of hazard. It has to be an advantage to everybody betting against Justified, right?
8: Well, you know that would normally be the case, but it is not today. You know, you, you know, bad weather, bad track conditions would normally be a great leveler of the field. However, Justified, of course, won the Kentucky Derby in on, on a sloppy track, and back even when he was back in California racing at Santa Anita, he won uh, on a wet track at, at Santa Anita. Uh, not not specifically the Santa Anita Derby, but a, a race preceding that. So this horse likes wet. <laughs> so normally you're right that uh, adverse conditions would level the field a little bit. No, but I don't think that's going to be the case here.
3: Wow. So what's the price on him? What's the current price right now at the, at the, at the Mutuals?
8: He was, and I haven't you know, been covering some of the you know, preceding races, uh, I I still think he's one to two. I don't I don't think it's much moved off of that.
3: Wow, one to two. Yeah. So what does that yeah, mean? Let me
2: just translate. Does that mean that he's probably even money to win the Triple Crown? Because you figure if he wins here, he's probably going to be a big favorite at the Belmont. Does that? I, I mean, it, are we looking at a potential Triple Crown
8: winner here? Uh, well, we certainly we are looking at a potential Triple Crown attempt. That's for darn sure. Uh, as to what his odds will be for this, for. The Triple Crown, I don't know, because, you know, one of the issues we always have with the Triple Crown is there's a bunch of horses waiting in ambush up in New York. Uh, and these are horses that may have not run in Kentucky, may have not run here in Baltimore. And and here, you know, Justified's going to, you know, is racing now twice in two weeks. He'd have to race again in another three weeks. And there are a bunch of horses up there, you know, laying in wait for him that uh, are rested and may be training for the mile and a half. So I think well, it's difficult you to handicap, to tell you the truth.
0: Well, if I look at the odds right now on betanyesports.eu, and by the way, I recommend everyone head over there if you want to place a little wager. It's uh, uh, you, Right now you can get uh, 50% bonus on your deposit up to $1,000 just by mentioning 5th right. Street uh, Sports. But right now, justified winning the Preakness is uh, minus 210. Wow. There you go. So he's a, f- he's a favorite, but I mean that's not like a prohibitive favorite. That's pretty prohibitive.
9: Yeah, for, for how opinion.
8: many
0: how many horses are on the field? Uh, do you know? Do you know, Bill? Eight. Uh, eight. Yeah, there's a, there's
8: an eight horse field. Okay, I'm three actually putting contract. every
0: penny that I own on tenfold because uh, he's uh, plus three thousand. <laughs> so, is there uh, not? A, is there not a yes no line
7: at, at sports? On, I haven't um, checked.
0: I haven't checked that, Brian Allen, but uh, feel free to do so and let us know.
2: All right, so wrapping up this first segment, uh, Bill Ardine, any last thoughts before the race, what you see out Uh, there, and any any predictions?
8: Well, for the the big one, I mean, frankly, it looks like a two-horse race, you know, between Justify and and Good Magic. Um, And, I mean, I really don't, you know, my thoughts are not going to change between now and the next hour and a half on that. And, so, and I so think bill you don't move. think I
0: should put every penny that I own then on uh, <laughs> on, on that on that particular bet yeah
8: and n- I mean if Nolan says yes then I would be- I would do it
2: <laughs> yeah I- I'm good at betting other people's money <laughs> do it <laughs> <laughs>
7: um, all right guys but, but, but by, no, by the, the way the yes numbers. no prices is, is a yes minus 220
0: mine it is minus 220 okay all right folks we're gonna have to t- step aside take a break we are joined by Bill O'Deen. Uh, live from
2: the Preakness, the Preakness, Baltimore.
0: That's right, Baltimore, Maryland. Uh, Nick Eber, Frank Perez, Nolan Dalla. We have Oklahoma Brian. Uh, We've got everybody on. It's like a big party. It's here. like CNN. Yeah, I know. We're going to have to step aside, They'll pay some bills because uh, that's how somebody's got to pay. Yeah, exactly. So don't go anywhere. We'll be back in three minutes.
6: 800 223 800 That's 800-223-0992 All right
0: All right and uh Continuing our in-depth coverage of the royal wedding, did you see her dress, <laughs> oh, Nolan? No. no, I did not. 400... I, was,
2: I, was, I was looking at horses. You know,
0: I was well, at... if you were looking at horses, you mean you were looking at the aristocrat section at the, <laughs> uh, at, at the church during the, uh, the abbey, during the, uh, during the marriage ceremony. Uh, her, her dress cost $420,000. You're kidding me. Now, once again, I couldn't give a snot about the wedding, but I think that that's obscene. Under any circumstances, yeah. that any piece of clothing should cost that much money, um, unless of course it's uh, perhaps a Mick Jagger jacket that he wore, you know, at <laughs> uh, uh, right. Woodstock or something yeah. like that. You know, I, I don't know, but uh, but it's obscene. I don't care. Uh, rats, rats, backsides. And here we are talking about it. Yeah, but you know, we're having a little fun with it. All right, Nick right. Eber, Nathan Dalen, Frank Perez, uh, Bill or on the phone, and of course Oklahoma Brian on our guest box, as is always the case. Um, it's great to be back here on um, Sports Byline SB Nation Radio with Fifth Street Sports. Uh, let's get back to our special guest uh, live from the Preakness. It is Bill Ordean. Uh, Bill, welcome back. Thank you. Uh, you're not, not getting uh, rained upon too hard, I do hope. Uh, yep, if no rain,
8: just a pea soup fog, I'll tell you that.
0: Yeah, and, you know, I don't know if the ladies at the Preakness wear those same pretentious hats <laughs> that they do at the Kentucky Derby. But if they do, feel free to grab one off the nearest coiffured head and put it on yours to protect yourself from the rain, okay?
8: Oh, well, uh, I'll keep that in mind. But, yeah, they do. Okay, they good. pretty
0: good here. Yes, I'm sure they do. Uh, Bill, let's uh, let's get to it because the big, uh, big news this week, obviously, was the Supreme Court of the United States finally getting off its ass, I might add. And coming down with the ruling that everybody expected, uh, saying that the state of New Jersey is well within its rights to uh, regulate, license, tax, and legalize sports betting in the state of New Jersey, which one would think, given that sports betting is currently very active here in the state of Nevada, where we are lucky enough to live, uh, it would seem that it would be unfair that they would not be allowed to but say we can. Of course, Carolyn Goodman's very happy that that was the case, and now she's not so happy. Uh, and that makes me happy, by the way, but that's a different discussion. Uh, but, Bill, let's, let's discuss it, because my reading of this is that it's essentially thrown it back to the states. Some states will allow it and regulate it. Some states won't. Uh, I mean, I'm reading there's uh, Pennsylvania's wanting to tax uh, sportsbook operators 35% of their profits, uh, but other states are willing to tax, too. We already had a big debate here about the lunacy of this integrity fee. Uh, what say you? Yeah. Well,
8: you are correct in, in, uh, assessing that this is going to be a state by state rollout. And each state will have its own, uh, peculiar, uh, angles to all of this. And you're right. I mean, if Pennsylvania were to levy such a huge tax, it probably means that there is going to be very little enthusiasm for sports wagering. You know, people who are betting illegally will continue to bet illegally. Uh, if we look at the New Jersey model, that may become the template. They want to tax at 8% if you bet at the bricks and mortars book, and they want to tax it 12.5% if you are wagering, if the wager is accepted, uh, online. Uh, so you're right insofar as each state is going to be a special case. And, uh, you know, states have to be careful that, that they don't, uh, now
0: foul this up yeah i mean that's of course the big question and um i know there's some states uh, as i go through the list i really forget the names most of them there's only really one state i care about and that's nevada but that's just me um yeah. and of course the state of grace which one is entirely constantly trying to live in isn't that right nolan yeah. No comment. <laughs> <laughs> As he's yeah. polishing off his boat bottle of what, what sort of what? Is that a short the, I, name? The, the
2: name of my wine today is Three Thieves. I'm not making this oh, up. perfect. I'll show short a minute. Three Thieves. Is that appropriate? By the way, Bill Arden, I have to ask you. So if when you sure. walk into a New Jersey, uh, most likely Atlantic City or maybe Monmouth or somewhere,
11: yeah. uh,
2: sportsbook casino, most of the people listening to my voice right now will have... Understood what the Las Vegas Hilton and various casinos look like casino sure. sportsbook look like in Las Vegas is that what we're going to see by football season? You walk into Caesars Atlantic City and you see a gigantic tote board with all the you know all the bells and whistles is that what's coming? I mean that,
8: that, that's an excellent question Nolan because you know even though I don't live out there obviously I'm familiar with the sports books. I know what Caesar's Palace looks like I know what the Westgate looks like I know what the MGM looks like. Now, Atlantic City will have a ways to go to match those kinds of infrastructures. Those guys have spent a lot of time and money uh, creating these sports betting palaces, frankly, uh, in Las Vegas. And, you know, Atlantic City is pretty much starting from square one. However, there are two new casinos about ready to open next month. One will be a Hard Rock, Um, and that's the old Trump Taj Mahal. And uh, the other one is called, I think, the... uh, Ocean Resort Casino, and that is the old Rebel, which is an absolutely gorgeous building um, on a par with anything in Las Vegas. Yeah, exactly what those sports will, sports books will look like. Look, it's anyone's guess, frankly. Uh, but, uh, you know, if they're smart about this, they will make every weekend in the fall an event. And it's a way, you know, Atlantic City's always had the problem that, that their big season ends on Labor Day. Well, now, if they can take bets on football, on NFL, they can extend their season all the way another three or four months by having these Sunday extravaganzas. Um, and, you know, and they'll, they have a good chance of beating Pennsylvania to the punch, certainly Maryland. Um, so they've got an opportunity in front of them. We'll see if they take advantage of it.
2: All right, let me let me broaden this discussion out, Bill, because you're in a unique position to discuss this. Two things: you you wrote a book on uh, the business side of FanDuel, uh, uh, fantasy sports, and fantasy and, yeah, and 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 DraftKings, essentially being in a prime position to convert. That's number one. Second of all, do you think that we'll see in other states? Uh, if you if you look over in England and Ireland and places like that, there are betting shops. They're on little little betting shops in corners. They're not. They're they're kind of the opposite of what we talked about. Little Seven right. Eleven type operations where they take sports bets. Is that coming to the United States in some form or fashion in some state somewhere?
8: No, uh, I, I can't. No. I can't imagine that. No, no, not 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 at all. And, and one yeah. of the reasons, uh, I mean, apart from you know, the regulatory issues that, you know, one has in trying to deal with sports wagering on a state-by-state basis. I think all of us who are involved in the gaming world, me, you folks there, have to understand the reality that in another decade, everyone will be wagering on a mobile device.
0: Well, that's that's exactly what I was going to say, Bill. Bill, It's an an interesting point because I think, Nolan, to to answer your question, I think you have to go back in time and say, you know, if – mobile devices and the internet were available 50 years ago, would those corner shops exist? Mm. And I think the answer is clearly no. So right. I think, you know, just like all the other corner shops in the world, Nolan, they're going the way of the dodo. Mm. It's sure, the I mean stores, uh, It's the Walmarts, I mean, uh, and it's the online, it's right. the Amazon, and it's going to be no different than sports betting.
8: Yeah, I mean, we're, cool. we're talking at, at least an instance of convenience gaming, and the most convenient gaming will be in your pocket.
0: Well, that's what I say to her all the time but she never believes me. <laughs> oh, sorry, bad.
8: <laughs> uh-uh. uh, yeah,
2: that that was an attempt at humor bill. So by the way, Guy, so uh, before we uh wrap up uh, this segment, what what about uh, the fantasy sports companies? Are they in a position to convert to full-scale sports books?
8: Short answer is yes. Uh exactly how they will do it remains to be seen because, you know, when they do daily fantasy, you know, they're doing it nationally in a, in a very liquid pool of participants from Sea to Shining sea, And if they actually get into sports wagering, they, they will have to, you know, hew to the laws in each state where they're trying to do this. So, but where they do have expertise is operating in a digital environment. And, and that's where they have an advantage over traditional casino companies.
0: Right, Bill, uh, a couple questions, and really I think this is a big question that a lot of people are, are asking. I think number one is um, how much further down the road is the rollout of any form of online sports betting? And my, my gut feeling is that's way far down the road. And second question to you is how do you think this is going to affect the offshores uh, who have been providing a service to uh, – sports bettors for decades. Uh, the void. And, and and what does this do for them? Uh, Look, we, we, we only have a, a couple of minutes left on this yeah, segment. I'll, but I'll perhaps it you could clear. take a run at that.
8: Yeah, uh, serially, uh, in terms of online wagering, we expect Pennsylvania to, to execute that really at any time. They've already passed the regulations on it. So P- Pennsylvania will have online gaming. New Jersey already has online gaming. But, of course, it, it, that's a high hurdle for a lot of jurisdictions. And, and then the, the second point that you make, no, I'm sorry, that second point was refresh my memory. Uh, the oh, offshore what it boats, does what's offshore. the impact? Uh, you know, the offshore, ha- the offshore problem has always been the same, getting your money there and getting your money back. And for casual sport, you know, for people who do this all the time, sports better who do this all the time, they put up with that aggravation. But uh, you know, if you want to have casual people, you know, doing this, they don't want to jump through those hoops. So, right. you know, as far as the offshore guys are concerned, if they're offering a far better deal than the state-regulated places, then they will get the you know the hardcore sports betters. But the casual sports betters want the convenience of easy money in, easy money out.
0: Absolutely, Bill. Well, Bill Ordine, we thank you so much for uh, coming on the show. We'd love to have you on again. So, very quickly, give us one name that's going to win the horse race, the the Preakness, uh, right here, right now.
8: Justify, justify.
0: All right, <laughs> Justified yeah. It is, Bill. Thanks Good so name. much. Uh, we'll chat to you soon. Enjoy the okay. rest of your uh, evening there in. Uh, thank you very much, Maryland, gentlemen. Same to Baltimore, you. Maryland. Cheers. Thank you. All right, uh, you're listening to History Sports on uh, SB Nation. Uh, Sports Byline USA. By the way, big hello to our men and women in uniform listening around the world on the American Forces Network. It is a pleasure and a privilege to speak with you. Give us a call in studio if you want, 800-878-PLAY. And coming up at the next hour, Raymond Davis, oh my. poker player, real wow. grinders.
6: Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets?
0: Sports on Sports Byline SB Nation Radio, YouTube, Twitch, uh, where else? Facebook Live. Oh, for the first Uh, time. We're on iHeartRadio. We're on TuneIn.com. In fact, if you lick your finger. Do I have to do that? Stick it out the window. I don't have to lick your finger, do I? Stick it out the window and put your hand (laughs) on top of your television. You can actually pick up our signal. <laughs> it's incredible. We come to you everywhere. Isn't that right, Frank? Yes, sir. All right, Nick, Frank, and Nolan with you. Brian Allen, Oklahoma Brian, uh, is with us as well. And, uh, well, welcome back to the show. Guys, uh, by the way, before we, we go any further, I, I just have to say uh, that uh, we talk about the offshores in the last segment. I want to thank Bill Dean, by the way, for coming on the show and giving us his uh, preakness uh, up-to-the-minute um, uh, From the roof of, the, of yeah. Pimlico. How and cool is that? Apparently it's moving, so that's interesting. This is the last year maybe it's going to be at Pimlico, right? Right. But, but before we get to any of that, we were talking about the offshores, and I want to remind everybody that – you know, all the talks about sports betting, and we're very lucky to be here in Nevada, as you would say it. I say it in Nevada. People laugh at me. I can't help it. Sorry. Um, but we're here in Las Vegas. It's funny already. sports books. Look, you can open your bathroom to go to the toilet, and there's a sports book in there here. <laughs> uh, but most other parts of the country, that's not the case. So most people that wish to make a small wager, most, most of the punters in the world, as we like to call them, uh, will go offshore. And as, uh, we recommend uh, betanysports.eu. Uh, it's reputable. Uh, these are good people. Uh, you always get your money. Uh, and it's not meaning to say you're always going to win, but that's up to you. Okay? But right now, if you go to Sports.eu and sign up and use the affiliate code Fifth Street Sports With a 5. Or 5th Street. I think it's just 5th Street is the affiliate code. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the affiliate box. With a 5, uh, you can get a 50% bonus on your deposit up to $1,000. And I know that will buy a lot of money. And I have to tell you, if I'd bet the under today on the FA Cup final, Manchester United-Chelsea, which if you'd listened to Fifth Street Sports Soccer yesterday, you would have heard Nick Webster and I saying, bet the under. Well, you could have done a lot with that $1,000 today because it would have been, I don't know, $2,000 maybe.
2: You, I, I noticed you're always, you're, always, you're always very enthusiastic about your winners, Nick. Oh, I know. No. He, he, he was a was very a silent man two weeks ago. A, yeah, very, was a, a very silent man. You'd you think what, he had what, laryngitis. What, what, he lost his voice.
0: That was, the, was 1-0. <laughs> 1-0.
11: That, but, was, but,
2: a great, that in, was a great that was a great bat by the way. In all fairness though, listen, I I've, I've been listening to this for seven straight weeks. I think you've had two losing weeks. Yeah. And I have five. Been. And sometimes you hit it out of the park. You were calling the actual scores of games. It, it, true props to you. Thank you. And Nick Webster, your brother, I think, the two Knicks?
0: Not really, but uh, I've all been right. working with Nick for 20 years. Between Nick and I, we've got nearly 40 years of soccer analysis for, for the network. So, you know, you'd be doing all right to. We know a little bit about what we're talking about. But at the end of the Premier League season, it's always a bit of a crapshoot, you know, which way it can go. Uh, but having said that, uh, this, is all, this is all going somewhere. And where this is going is the World Cup. And I want to remind everyone to stay tuned. Tune in to us here at History Street Sports uh, all, all the time because we're going to have sort of up-to-the-minute World Cup coverage on a constant basis. Uh, I'll be doing this with Nick Webster. We're going to have uh, all sorts of guests from all over the world calling in. And we're going to give you our picks on a real-time basis for uh, the World Cup. So uh, you certainly want to bet there. Just one last note before we get to Brian Allen because I've got a question for Brian Allen here. Um, there was a great prop bet yesterday on Betany Sports. It was plus 2,700 for Manchester United to be down 1-0 at the half and to come back and win it in regulation. And I was very tempted to take that bet, and I would have been really excited because they were down 1-0 at the half. But, of course, they never went on to win it. They didn't score a goal. That was disappointing, but that's, ooh, almost. Is that
2: called a bad beat story?
0: Yeah, no, no, no. No, it's just the excitement of it. You know, when you place a wager like that, it just changes the way you look at the game. And Brian Allen, there is a segue here. Is there a question question in our future, sir? And Brian Allen, uh, an interesting article today that I read that I posted on our Facebook page was talking about how – this sort of extra interest in sporting events that might not necessarily be of interest to you uh, is going to increase the value of sports franchises because of the passage of this or or the Supreme Court's decision.
7: How do you feel about that? Well, I 100% agree with that. And if that is the case, why do we need to pay the integrity fee if the value of these franchises is, as Mark Cuban puts it, doubling the moment that the Supreme court decision is read. I think it's, I think it's a completely, uh, accurate analysis of where things are going with this. And, uh, Hey, I'm happy for the guys that own the sports teams. Now stop asking for 1% because and I'll get to this later in the show. I am 100% skeptical of the potential of this, uh, expansion of sports betting to solve our societal and, and state budget shortfalls. Well, but, um, well, let's dive into it. The, Yeah. Let, let, let's get right into it. Again. Elaborate on that, Brian. Why? What do you, what do you mean? Well, you know, I think as it is for sports betting, you guys all live in Vegas and, and I'm certainly in Vegas a lot during the course of a year. When I walk into a sports book besides a clock, a clock is the hardest thing to find in a sports book. you mean, in, in a you casino. You can never find a clock in a casino. The second hardest thing to find in a casino is the sports book, right? It's like an Easter egg hunt trying to really? to find the sports book. They're always tucked in the back of the casino, and that's for a reason. Pound for pound is the weakest performing part of a casino, right? The theoretical hold on a uh, on a good year is 4 or 5%, right? Lower certainly uh, can be lower. Um, I think it's the, it's the least profitable form of gambling. And it's not a surprise that casinos go out of their way to minimize the uh, size of sports books. It's oftentimes tucked in the back of the uh, casino and they don't take bets from everyone, right? I don't know. Uh, as I look at Frank, Hey, Frank, can you walk into any casino in uh, Vegas and bet whatever you want? No, On anything
3: no, you want. No, no. I've I've actually uh, walked into several casinos, and you know they had a four thousand dollar max. In fact, you gave me the games. There were Mac games. You gave me the under because the, the, the weather was real bad. I was at the sure. win, and I asked the 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 writer, what, you know, what are you guys taking on these college football games under? I was with my wife and uh, they said, well, it's 4,000 on the, on on the totals. So I said, all right, give me uh, all six games. I gave him the game numbers. Give me a 4,400 under on each one of the six games. So he went and got approval from the guy back two guys back there sitting with suit and ties, just, you know, not doing nothing. They don't pay, they don't pay attention to nothing. So they came up to the window and they said, Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Once they ran my red card, We'll give you eleven hundred. I said, "What are you talking about? You just told me 4400 They I go, "Not for you." Now, yeah. I, I said, "What do you mean, not not for me?" And it's like walking into a Best Buy and they and you see a seventy-inch TV there for nine ninety-five, and you tell the guy, "I'll take six. He goes, "No, he can have six, but you can only have one." It's their yeah. product. It's their product, right?
2: Hey, just a second. Yeah. Just a second. I I don't agree with anything Frank just said because. Whenever I walk into a sports book, they're lining up and they're, 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 they got smiles on their faces. They roll out the red carpet. They send a limousine for
0: me.
3: No, they, they, <laughs> they, 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 um, they,
0: helicopter. But,
3: no, no, but they actually treated me like it was 912. No, I know what you mean. Like it was 912 and I, I had a towel on Heat. my head. Yeah. You know sure. what I mean? Right. Like, you know, the day after 911, you walk in there with like a turban on your head. That, <laughs> that's, that's how I got treated. And I, I said, but it's your product. Your product says under 54 and a half. You're taking 4,400. I'm just trying to buy your product. So I'm, I'm with you, Brian. These, these people think that they're going to open up these sports books and make all this money and yeah. sports books actually have losing months.
7: Yeah. And, and so I'll expand on that. So now we take a, a, a form of a bookmaker, you know, gambling that's relatively low in terms of the household. Um, You've got a finite amount of recreational gambling dollars. You're going to cannibalize the lottery and other forms of gambling that Good. already exist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no fan of, of the lottery either, but but the bottom line is gambling in general, when when it's a when it's a mechanism to support the state, is a poor tax. And I hate to say it, but this is going to be a um, there's going to be a lot of negative social impacts as a result of this. You know, it's I not agree. going to provide the revenue that, that states think it will, and uh, other than that, it should be a lot of fun.
0: I disagree with you, Brian, but I disagree. will. But I will say this: I, I I do agree on one section. I mean, as much as I play it, can you believe I've never won the lottery yet?
1: <laughs> well, I mean, not, I haven't won
0: no, it but, yet. I mean, not, what's go What's wrong? No, because there's an old saying: "What has What's six, wrong? You're playing the lottery." No, no, but, but
3: but remember that old saying: "What has six balls and rapes Mexicans?" Oh, no. the lottery. Okay.
2: Oh, that is
0: awful. Oh. Is that a Donald Trump?
2: Oh, that's so bad. <laughs> we, can, do, do we have a button we can press and just like oh. cut that like last 10 oh. seconds out? Oh, all bad? Right. Yes. Send your hate that's mail well, to frankperez.com. Right. <laughs> frankperez.com. <laughs> all your hate mail. Oh, dear. Oh, we need I'm security sorry. over here. Oh, okay. dear. All is.
3: right. There's my, there's, my, there's my mulligan. There's my mulligan yeah. for the show. Yeah. Yeah, you hey, so, but, mulligan but, the
0: show. All right. But hey, listen. Um, but I, I'll, I, I'll tell I, you what. I disagree with you because I think at the end of the day – it's going to bring in, I think, the people that play the lottery and the people that are going to go bet on sports are, are not necessarily the same type of person. Okay? The person that plays the lottery wants to pick six or however many numbers they pick. Six, right? Uh, wants to pick six numbers uh, and hit the mega, and, and that's it. And There's really no skill involved. It's pure luck. The person that plays that bets on sports is, likes to think of themselves as a sports analyst, a sports expert, or somebody that's vested in their team heavily. It's a different type of gambling. It's a different type of person. I think it's going to open up the market. Where I do think uh, the uh, Mark Cuban is absolutely correct uh, in, in terms of the valuation of the sports franchises. But it's not just sports franchises. It's the value of sports in this country in general is going to go up. And, and I'll, just, I'll just make this last observation before we kick it over for the segment here. Um, everyone in England europe talks very uh, arrogantly about their promotion and relegation battles they have in their leagues and if you don't know what that means in soccer for example the top three teams uh from the lower league comes up to the top team to the top league and the bottom three teams the top it's like getting chucked out of the nfl and going to have to play cfl mm-hmm. basically okay? right if you don't do well uh, and it makes for some very 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 exciting Matchups along the way and exciting, meaningful games when it wouldn't otherwise be, like, you know, the last two teams playing each other in the NBA. Who cares as you get into the last days of the season? But the, the excitement isn't because people want to see teams drop. It just creates more gambling opportunities. And what I think is going to happen is it, it makes the entire run of a particular sports season more intense for the sports viewer if he's putting a little, or he or she, putting a little bit of money on a particular uh, game, it makes those sort of meaningless end-of-season games mean something to a lot more people. It means more viewers, well, more eyeballs, more money for sponsors.
7: Well, hang on, but that's not you're Okay, we, we agree on that. I'm not saying that people aren't going to love betting on sports. I totally agree with that. I'm just saying that it is not going to be the revenue producer that's, that states think it's going to be. And if they do, then they're going to tax it to the point that it's no longer profitable like pennsylvania is well, stating well like that's Kansas. what they're
0: going to well I, I, in that regard i agree with you they're going to tax the living you know what out of it okay because it's another revenue source but i i, I think they will see revenue out of it prime we'll have to agree disagree and most importantly uh, wait with a great deal of eagerness to actually watch how it unfolds and how it happens are you listening to Fishery sports uh, sports byline usa sb nation radio Nick Eva, Frank Perez, Nolan Dalla. That was a quick hour. Oklahoma, Brian. Folks, uh, we're going to step aside, take a very quick break. When we come back, we're going to wrap up this hour. Next hour, what's Series of Poker's coming up. uh, If you like to play poker, and uh, we all do, some better than others, I might add. (laughs) um, We're going to be joined by uh, Raymond Davis from Real Grinders, a professional poker player. Raymond's uh, got loads of experience. He's going to tell you how to get ready for the world series of poker going to tell us all about real grinders Uh, that's coming up we'll also be joined by world series of poker bracelet winner brian wilson okay we're going to step aside take a break be right back to wrap up the hour here on fifth street sports <laughs> well, that <laughs> probably shouldn't have gone out on the air. <laughs> All right. well, well, welcome back to the show of History Sports, Sports Byline USA, Nation Radio. Nick Eber, Frank Perez, Nolan Dalla. Uh, Frank Lopez not here with us today. He uh, oh. actually was killed by Tony Montana in Scarface. Uh, he will oh. not really Tony Montana's
3: brother-in-law. Oh, Tony, that's uh, right. Yeah, Manolo, right? Manolo,
0: yeah. Uh, Brian Allen with us in Oklahoma. Uh, been a great hour. I want to thank uh, Bill Dean for joining us uh, from uh, Pimlico. For the uh, Preakness, uh, his rundown, also a nice, healthy, hearty discussion of the Supreme Court b- decision. By the way, uh, I hear all sorts of radio stations, radio networks, TV stations, TV networks, sports networks discussing the implications. I will say 99% of them are complete wimps and cowards. Okay,
2: What, what do you mean, Nick?
0: Well, you know, they have avoided this topic like the plague for all these years. It's like the sports leagues. You know they hate it, they hate it, they fight it, they fight it, they fight it, and then it passes all of a sudden, they want their piece of the action. There's so many hypocrites out there in this great world of gambling and sports betting that we live in don 't support the hypocrites, support the people that have been bringing this to you when it was not cool and when it 's cool, when it wasn 't profitable, and when it 's profitable. Those are the people that deserve your attention and your uh your Eyeballs, viewership, listenership, and of course, I put us in on that, but that's okay. Yeah. Uh, but you know, d- don't listen to the Johnny Come Latelys, okay? That's all I can say.
2: No, real quick on that, I watched a PTI episode, which is uh, part of the interruption. That Will Bond, Tony Kornheiser, Kornheiser, both Washington Post writers. Uh, I-, I was astounded at, at the ignorance that they—they—they're they, talking about this topic on sports gambling, and they—they—they they, they finally come into this thing Johnny come as you say but the, but nobody get nobody has a clue on the network you have very few gambling experts right. it, it, this is going to be a huge thing right. game changer
0: well I'd like to put that sign up in front of the door the sports betting doctors well they are in <laughs> so stay tuned here we'll be right back hour number two. two Fifth Street Sports uh, Sports Byline SB Nation Radio we'll be joined by Raymond Davis and Brian Wilson we're going to talk real grinders and World
9: Series of Poker we'll be right back
16: MSA Radio News. I'm Rick Vincent.
5: All I can tell all you people out there is pray. That's what we need right now, guys, is just pray for Santa Fe ISD and all the schools.
16: On Friday morning, a 17-year-old student armed with a shotgun and a pistol stormed Santa Fe High School about 30 miles southeast of Houston and opened fire in an art class. He killed at least 10 people and wounded 10 others, including a school resource officer who was left in critical condition before surrendering to the officers who confronted him. Texas Governor Greg Abbott says he'll assemble a roundtable to suggest solutions solutions to the problem of mass shootings.
13: We will assemble all stakeholders to begin to work immediately on swift solutions to prevent tragedies like this from ever happening again.
16: The teenager whom students described as a quiet loner was held without bond at the Galveston County Jail charged with capital murder and aggravated assault on a peace officer. It was unclear what motivated the attack. You're listening to USA Radio News.
13: a plan that will maximize your Medicare benefits, ensure you are taking advantage of all available government assistance
6: programs and save you money. Call now. 800-635-6303. 800-635-6303. 635 6303 That's 800-635-6303. Not all benefits listed may be available on all plans or a single benefit package. Enrollment in the described plan type may be limited to certain times of the year unless you qualify for a special enrollment period. No obligation to enroll.
16: The cheers and jeers are all over the spectrum after the House of Representatives failed to pass its version of the Farm Bill following a raucous debate this week. In today's weekly Democratic Address, Ohio Congresswoman Marsha Fudge said Democrats opposed the bill's expanded work and job training requirements for food stamp recipients. It
11: would waste billions on redundant and unproven training bureaucracies that our states have told us that they cannot operate effectively.
16: The setback adds to the possibility of an extension that could complicate farmers' ability to switch commodity programs next fall for their base acres. A shooting Friday night in a parking lot across the street from a high school graduation ceremony in Clayton County, Georgia, left one woman dead, a second wounded, and a pregnant woman trampled. And while no arrests have been made, investigators have at least one suspect. The graduation had concluded, and
9: some parties gathered, an argument ensued, and that led to gunshots being fired. And two Two individuals were injured.
16: That's Thomas Trawick, head of Clayton County School Security. This is USA Radio News. The following update is for drivers who pay too much for car insurance due to DUIs, DWIs, tickets, or anything else. Our company
2: specializes in low-cost sr 22 auto insurance. We know that mistakes happen and offer free
16: quotes for very affordable auto insurance meant specifically for you, the overpaying, high-risk driver. The quote is free, and we'll handle the filing so you can start saving money. Call 800-758-0725. 800-758-0725. Former President Jimmy Carter was this year's commencement speaker at Liberty University. He told the some 18,000 graduates at the Christian University that universal human rights haven't been realized, but he believes modern technology, including social media, can be used to better society.
8: We evangelical Christians, and I consider myself to be one of them, must use this world coming together and communicating instantly with each other to promote the word of gospel about Jesus Christ.
16: Carter is the third U.S. president. Liberty has hosted for commencement and the first Democrat. George H.W. Bush spoke in 1990 while Donald Trump spoke last year. Britain's Prince Harry and American actress Meghan Markle are now married after a ceremony today at Windsor Castle's St. George Chapel. The newly minted Duchess of Sussex was married in a gown by Claire Waite Keller for Givenchy. Stirlene Rolandes is editor-in-chief of Town & Country magazine.
12: I think that easy elegance is really what uh, Megan has become known for. There's a, a sleek modernity to it. Givenchy was a surprise. Uh, the bets were really on Stella McCartney or Burberry. First, they were on Ralph and Russo, who had designed her engagement photo
16: dress. In the scheme of things, this particular marriage is not all that important. Harry is only sixth in line to the throne, but Ms. Markle is a highly unusual royal bride. She's American, divorced three years older than Harry, had a high-profile career, and is biracial. For USA Radio News, I'm Rick Vincent.
13: 800
0: right, so uh, welcome back to the show. History Sports here on Sports Byline SB Nation Radio. I'm Nick Geber. Uh, today, right now, I'm actually joined by Raymond Davis from Real Grinders. And you might ask yourself, what is Real Grinders? Uh, tell me all about it. I'm going to do just that. Uh, but you're just going to have to uh, wait until the next segment. But meantime, Raymond Davis joins me. We'll be rejoined by uh, Nolan Dalla, Frank Perez, and... Uh, we'll be rejoined by Oklahoma Brian, and we'll be also joined by Brian Wilson, 2005 World Series of Poker Pot Limit Hold'em uh, winner, uh, bracelet winner. We're going to talk to Brian Wilson as well. So it's going to be a lot of poker this hour. I hope you enjoy it. hope you'll stay with us here on Fifth Street Sports. I uh, want to remind you that we are coming to you on uh, the Sports Byline USA Network. We're coming to you on SB Nation, radio, and we're coming to you also on American Forces. So, big hello to our men and women in uniform around the world listening on American Forces uh, because uh, we we love you, and we appreciate everything you do as a veteran. Myself, I want to thank you all for your service. And uh, I don't know what you're saying, Raymond, but we'll get there. Uh, No, you didn't. You're okay. I want to thank everybody uh, for listening, and also... Uh, also, want to mention to you that you can reach us in studio, eight hundred eight seven eight Play. That's eight hundred eight seven eight Play. And that um, you can find us on Twitter uh, at World Soccer Radio and Facebook at Facebook.com forward slash. Did I say World Soccer Radio? What is wrong with me? My mind, you know, I, I did that show for like 14 years. Uh, so uh, it's just, it just comes out of me. No, it's not. It's Twitter, Fifth Street Sports, and it's Facebook, Facebook.com forward slash fifth street sports talk so i apologize for that uh, i did a show the other day where i introduced the guest as myself and myself as the guest so maybe i need to see a doctor yes. i i don't know but uh, all right uh, we're gonna step aside take a very quick break we'll be right back to kick off hour number two it's all poker it's world series of poker it's real grinders it's hey if you love the game you're gonna love this hour so stay with us here on fifth street sports
6: That's 855-325-1780.
4: If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491.
15: The U.S. Senior Open Championship returns to Colorado Springs during the Broadmoor Centennial Celebration. Don't miss your chance to see Tom Watson, Fred Couples, Davis Love III, Kenny Perry, Bernhard Langer, and John Daly as they compete for the most sought-after title in the senior game. Ticket prices start at just $20. Get yours today at 2018USSeniorOpen.com
0: on the Sports Byline SB Nation radio networks. Great to be with you, Nick Eber. Nolan Dallas Frank Perez, finally joining us in the studio here after a long absence. God knows where they were. Uh, Brian, Oklahoma Brian, joining us from, well, all places, Oklahoma. And I'm, we are very pleased to have in the studio with us uh, R- uh, Raymond Davis from Real Grinders, professional poker player. Raymond, uh, good for you to join us today. Thank you. Happy to be here. Uh, we have a lot to talk about, uh, Ray, because the World Series of Poker is coming up. And uh, it's a big event. Uh, obviously, in the poker world, it is the big event. Now, you've got a lot of people on this in this studio who have a lot of experience with the World Series of Poker, including our editor in chief, uh, Mr. Nolan dalla who spent what nearly twenty years. Over twenty years. Twenty, 20, oh. 20
2: years. Yeah. It's it's funny. I, I have such a. It's like a family, you know. The World Series of Poker. It's a love hate thing, and I. I mean, it's there's a grind, and it's so. There's so much going on there, but, uh, boy, a lot of great people. And, by the way, Raymond, I have to ask you something. For those of you, those of us uh, maybe around or listening that aren't familiar with with, uh, uh, Real Grinders, it's such a unique concept that you came up with, with this website, this community, this family, this support network. Talk about what Real Grinders is. Uh,
9: Well, basically, um, in poker, uh, poker kind of went away from the, the small guy. I want to give the strong guy some publicity and give him a voice, give him a face. Uh, So I says, "Hey, let's form a group where it's regular people. It's not people buying in fifty thousand. It's people buying in five hundred. Regular people, yeah. Two hundred when the money means something to them. When when a win actually means something, life changing money. Uh, So it, it, it was the idea. The concept came from we got so many." of these people in the poker world. So you're talking about ninety nine point five percent of the people in poker are just novice small time players. So why didn't they have a voice? Why did we give you know all the big names all the attention? So I says let's do real grinders, real people with real jobs, right. real poker player with real families and not living in a fantasy world. You know, nobody's talking about buying that fifty thousand, hundred thousand, one million. You know, we're talking about uh, going to your local bar or your local casino, buying in 100, 200, and grinding it out. Mm-hmm. So, real grinders. Um, that that kind of, like, evolved, snowballed even bigger than I thought it would. Uh, you know, we got 17,000 members. Uh, we can have 30 if we want it. But uh, we, we select certain people uh, to be in a group. It's exclusive. And, um, I mean, we're doing good. We, got, we had two tournament series at Venetian. We had a uh, tournament series at Commerce. We had tournament series at Hollywood mm-hmm. Park, and they're small buy-ins. Small buy-ins that give people like a Hollywood Park uh, through an event, hundred dollar buy-in. First place was thirty thousand. You Very know, nice. and these guys are you know just your mom and pop novice players. That thirty thousand will really mean something. Really mean something. You know, and losing a hundred could really hurt them. You know, because these guys got regular jobs and stuff like that. So. Um, and sometimes they don't have a job
2: right? it's like a family atmosphere too. Yeah.
9: Um, you got Terry King in there you got Jackie Wesley you got several people that uh, get kind of close to the members uh, a lot of relationships have been formed in there uh, with women and guys and met up in the group and stuff like that that happens quite a bit um, but so say you're coming to uh, Las Vegas or you're coming to so poker players when they travel they have no one they're, they're, they're traveling, they go to their room, maybe they bring their wife, or maybe they don't, or they want to see a show. But now with real grinders, you actually know people in the town yeah. you go to. So when these guys come out to the World Series and they're wearing patches, I'm already familiar with half the group or whatever. Hey,
2: that's my that's my friend. Right, yeah.
9: right. So you got a familiarity with them. That's so cool. Where, where, where tournament directors and staff was just, let's rake as much as we can to get these guys, get them out of here, whatever.
2: You know, what, what you're doing, though, Raymond, is so so cool because when people think poker, they they, they see these events on TV, the World Series of Poker, the World Poker <laughs> Tour, the European Poker Tour for people over in Europe, and all these gigantic figures with a bunch of zeros attached. Right. But poker really was built by... Grinders, people yeah. that you're representing, exactly. and, and, and and it's really mushroomed into this this I, I would call it a, a a group that's that's really the base core of what's built this game right. into into the American pastime. Right. By the way, what is your vision for Real Grinders? I know it's like outgrown what you thought it would become. Really what 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 do you what do you envision for this going forward?
9: Uh, we're just getting bigger and bigger. We, we're incorporated now. Uh, we got a business mo. We, we're doing uh, you know more tours. Uh, we'll have online poker uh, for prizes or whatever. Uh, we're, we're looking to have a sports book. Everything legal, uh, you know, with the new law that passed with the, you know, the government, the, you know. And we're just we we just want to be a community that, that offers something to our players and, and show that we care, and which we do. Um, like I say, even though it's 17,000 members in a group. I, I know basically 1,000 of them and I never saw them and I know them like the back of my head. Yeah, right. Cause you on know? Facebook
2: and you, right. you, you do interact with people. Right. You answer everybody's questions right. and talk and discuss. And right. by the way, I have to ask something. Nick, Nick Geber and I were over at your, your office cause you opened up something across the street from the Rio, right across from Valley View, yeah. literally within walking distance to the World Series of Poker. Your office, your world headquarters right. is right there at the Rio. And I think that's the coolest thing. It's a, cool thing if you're coming up if you're coming to las vegas in june july join real grinders go there and visit you'll see the great raymond davis but i have to now give you some eh, i have to give you some bad stuff that is sir is the i don't know if you get the camera on this that is the ugliest shirt that is the ugliest shirt i have ever seen and for those of you listening worldwide on radio the great raymond davis has a picture of mr alan kessler anybody in poker knows the name alan kessler Raymond, why do you have a picture of Alan Kessler? Okay. Uh,
0: hold on. I'm going right. to hold you on that because I know what? there's a whole story here. <laughs> I want to get to the story. Uh, but before we do, I want to bring in, uh, two more guests. You talk about family. Oh, well, we have goodness. an extended family. So let's go ahead and bring in, um, start with, back with Oklahoma Brian. Let's bring Oklahoma Brian back in. I think he's uh, with us. Are you there, Brian? I'm here. Okay, so we have a lot of Brian's here, and I also want to bring in uh, a guy that's been a big part of history, sports behind the scenes, uh, big time poker player, won the uh, pot limit hold'em bracelet in 2005, gold bracelet, gold bracelet winner, uh, Mr. Brian Wilson, the rookie who's no longer a rookie, by the way. I mean, at some point, some point you go from being a rookie to a gray hair, a silverback. No, I don't no know, relation but, to the uh, Beach Boys. Uh, but uh, Brian Wilson, do we have uh, do we have Brian there? Well, after all that whole that whole thing, we don't even have Brian. But well, we'll get Brian on. Yeah, we'll uh, get yeah, him. On. Get oh no, him, we got him. We all got right. him. Okay, there he is. We got Brian. I can, yeah, yeah, we got everybody. It's a big happy family here.
9: No wonder the Cubs lost today. He got the shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's
0: right. Easy now. Easy. Now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, so...
9: Uh,
0: there's a, there's a
2: whole, he's, a, he's already digging him. I love it. All right,
0: guys. We've got two minutes. I don't want to get into the Alan Kessler thing because there's a whole story a there. War. It's a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Oh. Um, but before before we do, uh, before we get into that uh, in, in some detail, uh, Brian, why don't you tell us uh, what's been going on with you uh, in terms of... I'm talking about Brian Wilson now. I should probably preface all of this. Oh, Mr. Wilson. We'll just call him Oklahoma and Mr. Wilson. How's right, that? Right, Mr. Wilson. Sounds like a law firm. Yeah, I know. Oklahoma and Mr. Wilson. And no, trick em, dick 'em dick and dunk em. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> uh, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Wilson, uh, tell us about uh, what do you got planned this, uh, this year at the World Series? Well, I'm also
17: a member of Real Grinders, and I love what Ray does with the group. It's really something unique, and uh, it, it's something needed out there in the poker world, because I agree that – the big names in poker were taking up all the time. and The little guys are getting left, left by the wayside, but uh, I'm planning one or two trips out this year to the World Series of Poker, play four or five different events, play the tag team event. Uh, they've got a lot of new events this year. They've got a big anti-event, a marathon, a bounty, a tag team. So there's a lot of new stuff at the World Series and they're really trying to change it up and uh, just looking to do some new things and uh, see some old friends.
12: Well,
0: uh, and that's a lot. That's a lot of what goes on at the World Series. It's uh, people seeing old friends, old buddies, making new friends. Uh, it's really, I mean, poker is a very social game. And Raymond, I mean, your whole thing is very social. That we're going to get to collecting
2: that on money that's owed to them. Yeah, <laughs> exactly,
0: <laughs> uh, precisely. But it is very much like a gathering, a get together of all good old good old buddies. It is. It's it, if you've never, if you haven't.
2: talk to you about that shirt in
0: a minute all right we'll be back fifth street sports nick eber nolan dowler frank Perez. we're here with, with raymond davis we've got oklahoma brian and brian wilson the rookie oh gosh so many of us here we'll be right back after this
11: hi i'm dr robert Clapper, chief of orthopedic surgery at cedars-sinai medical group in los angeles california
6: That's 800-223-0992. Results
10: may vary. Not a solicitation for legal services. If you owe the IRS back taxes, payroll taxes, or have not filed your returns, the IRS will get you. They can take your property, take you to court, even put you in jail. One call to Wall and Associates and your tax problems are solved.
2: Welcome back. This is Fifth Street Sports from the basement of Las Vegas, and we're here with the great Raymond Davis from Real Grinders. Also with us, Brian Wilson, and Oklahoma Brian, Frank Perez. Nick Geber has stepped away to take care of some errands. Wow, that's this 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 has been such an amazing thing with the uh, real grinders and what you've accomplished. I'm going to throw it over to Brian Wilson. Brian, are you there with me? I'm here. All right, so you you said you joined Real Grinders I mean, you're a professional poker player. You, you've been around this scene for a long time. You've seen you've seen it all from the from the from the highs and the lows. What was it about uh, uh, What was it about real grinders that attracted you to join as a member? Maybe we get some listeners out there that'll be curious to join as well. What was it about real grinders that brought you to that
17: uh, group? Well, it was, it was a fun community. It kind of brought the fun back into poker again, and. You know, you can remember back in the days when you were starting out kind of learning some things and things weren't going right. And you kind of leaned on your friends and stuff. And that's what I like about Real Grinders. If you've got a question or you need some help with something, you've got people you can go to that have been through the same situation that have, that have solved that or asked a friend the same question. So like Ray was saying, if there's somebody coming out to Vegas and they don't quite know where to go or what tournaments are good – You know, you can ask, reach out to other people in the community and and try to figure out what's going to work for you. So it's just a a, a way to learn, a way to uh, enjoy the game a little more. And there's all kinds of different variety of people that play part time people, retired people, people playing full time, but they can all get something out of a group like Real Grinders.
2: No, that's a great point. What about the synergy between sports gamblers and poker players? There's obviously a lot of crossover. I remember reading Barry Greenstein's book, and he was talking about leaks. And he said a lot of poker players, very successful poker players, have bad leaks. And I think that's true. We'll talk about some leaks here in a minute, Mr you know we we'll, we'll talk about that in a moment a handful of them a handful but sports gambling can be a leak but it's not necessarily a leak right. talk about the synergy and the relationship the crossover between sports gambling and poker
9: you know sports sports and poker kind of like goes together it has been going together i mean you you was at the world series for 20 years people always bet in sports uh it's a different it's 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 about the same level of excitement and and you know, I mean when you you're like got a bet going or you got a hand going it's the same people so so it kind of blends together you can blend sports together so real grinders is actually we put we push for sports we push for poker we push for video poker anything casino related uh we we qu- kind of push for that and um the platform Our platform is just growing and growing and growing. We're actually going outside of poker, and and we're going more towards sports, too. I mean, uh, poker was our basis, but now we're going to build hugely around sports. We're dealing with some celebrities, some sports celebrities that were in negotiation making contracts Uh, we got our own clothing line for that's (laughs) the oh, what an ugly shirt, which, which which you'll see more than, you know, this Alan Kessler shirt. So talk about the Alan Kessler shirt. This this Alan Kessler shirt. Yeah. I made it last year as a prank two years ago, two years ago. I made this as a prank when real grinders just opened Uh and I made like 50 of them. They went like wildfires. People was buying them. And then. James Woods, I, I saw one. James Woods at the, the, the actor James yeah, Woods, the real actor, Brian it. Wilson yeah. got one, but I saw the actor James Woods, I'm standing in line at the World Series, he looks at the shirt, he said, you gotta get me that, so now, James Woods puts on the shirt and he tweets it, now I got 50 more orders for the shirt, so now we're coming out this year with our new Alan Kessler, Uh it's kind of like mocking him. You know, <laughs> let me look at the picture. So so it's kind of like mocking him. It's all in good nature because Alan, I mean, I mean, he
2: is what he is. He's a nerd. You know, my thing was, and I'll go to Brian Wilson in a second to follow up on this, but I'll say one thing. I worked on the World Series of Poker circuit and the World Series of Poker, for, as you know, for a decade and a decade oh, yeah. and all this. And I would see Alan Kessler, say what you will about him, very detailed, very, you know, I mean, you know, he's always out there and very nitpicky. Right, But right. he paid his dues. Oh, yeah. He was out there and yeah. he was playing in North Carolina. He was playing oh, yeah. in Lake Tahoe and he was playing in Florida. He would go around. He went to every anybody, hole in the wall on this planet. Everybody deserved it. Yeah, right. He paid his dues every hole in the wall on
17: the planet. Brian Wilson, <laughs> what do you think about this? I know you're dying to talk. I, I agree. And, and I used to see Alan everywhere. The guy was everywhere. If there was a big tournament series going on, he was there. And I want to say right now. That I've been trying to challenge Alan Kessler <laughs> to a ten thousand dollar heads up match what? at this year's World Series of Poker, and I cannot get a response from Alan. What, he just uh, doesn't Alan respond, or what? I, I I can't get a hold of the guy, but if, if oh, if he's... He sees this.
9: I'll, I'll text you. I'll text you his, I his number. <laughs> <to me.
2: laughs> I should <laughs> give uh, it I'll over the air. It. Give it over the air.
3: Do it. Do it. So do there it. it is. The challenge has been laid. What do you what do you think a first print signed Alan Kessler shirt could go up to? Oh, this one, this one I with me know. wearing it, signed well, it,
9: 50. went up to 700. What? Yeah, so for I'm 700. I'm going to grab you. I'm going to this this thing. I'm going
2: to grab you. This
9: one with my gonna, signature on it. Are you kidding me? It went for 700 dollars for a t-shirt? I jokingly did an auction in real grinders. I was got playing. To be, I figured I figured it was going to get 60-70 bucks and I said this is for the kids to help the neighborhood kids or whatever. Shoes, snacks, whatever. The shirt went for seven hundred dollars. It's, no. it's, it's
3: gonna be like a because because there's only oh Wagner like the, the, yeah, the, because the there's dice only, card. Because right. there's only fifty of these, okay? So now you're down to forty nine. Right, it's right, right, right. Now if he signs it and a few of them get washed and lost in the thing, I mean this shirt could really go up in value. Right, right. I'm All
9: gonna right. I'm gonna win a m i am going to i am going to win figured I'd win the main event in this shirt. Uh, uh, well <laughs> worst the worst things can happen,
2: Raymond. <laughs> All right, so Brian, uh, Brian Allen, I hope you're there. Real quick uh, point before we go to break. Real quick on this. I'd like to hear uh, Brian Allen's thought. We talk about legalization of sports, right. gambling in the United States, maybe more states coming on board. Is this good or bad for online poker, specifically online poker? My thought was there's only so much money in the gambling pool. There's only so many gamblers. There's so only so much uh, discretionary income available. I'm not so sure that if everybody's betting twenty dollars on the Packers, that they'll have money to fuel their online gambling a- account. Before we go to Raymond and get his opinion, Oklahoma, Brian, what are your thoughts, sir?
7: Yeah, I generally agree. I think it does hurt poker, but I think the good poker sites will make deals to co-brand themselves and make alliances that uh, you know will set them ahead of the pack. So I think it's an opportunity for 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 the good poker sites. But in general, I think it does cannibalize. On poker,
9: uh, somewhat. You agree? I, I think. I think with the legalization of this sports betting and stuff like this, I think the Wire Act could actually be affected, which is what destroyed poker online poker. I think the Wire. I think they got to tinker it because now it's going to be legal to try. You know, to send money. That's a very good point. The 1961 Wire Act, which
2: was supposedly enacted to stop the flow of not of not just betting but information
9: across state lines, which is kind of
2: weird because we have the internet now and you can you're sending
9: information across state lines. I actually think it's going to be a back door for online poker to become totally legal. Oh, so this is a good thing. I think it's a great thing for poker. Once you because it goes together, online sports, online poker, it all goes together. All right, Brian.
13: The
17: best, Some of the best poker sites to play on were the poker sites that had the big sports books back in the day. Cause you had all these sports betting guys that were crossing over to play poker when there was no sports to bet on. So there was more action on those sites. And I think once the regulation and legalization is all done for the sports betting, then it's going to be easy to add poker. So I think right. poker will be... Added after
9: the fact, but I agree. because everything else is already set up, I think it'll be easy to do. I, I 100% agree. I 100% I agree. They could just attach poker yeah, to this.
7: Go ahead, Brian Allen. You there? Go ahead. Yeah. So I just wanted to add something. I, you know, my uh, pessimistic outlook towards the uh, state revenue side of sports betting doesn't mean that I don't think that it's going to be a big thing. I, I do, and I also think that. It's 2018. Cryptocurrency is still in its infancy. I think in five years, the average person understands how to uh, use and send cryptocurrency. And I think it's a whole new ballgame. I think offshore betting, offshore poker, are the big winners in the long run with this, uh, you know, with this Supreme Court decision.
3: But Brian, I'm I'm kind of with you. You know, I just Nick just told me about how much it's going to cost for a gaming license. Versus, because um, I I think that these states and a lot of these senators and regulators think that this sports betting thing is like a lottery, and that there, there's going to be a lot of sports books that that don't run very well that are going to actually lose money on top of licensing, and then they're going to charge a percentage for handling. I'm I'm with you. I don't think that the revenue that they're all thinking about, or what a big right. bonanza this is, is really not what they think. I agree. You
7: agree with that? <laughs> the shortest answer in history. <laughs> I do, I do agree. And yeah, I, I think, I think at the end of the day, the offshore product is for both poker and for sports betting will be a superior product, it has lower operating costs, and, and the ability to, to, you know, deliver a uh, better, cheaper uh, cost without the regulation and, and reporting. That you're burdened with, with the state version. All
2: right, let me close this out by saying, gentlemen, you're all listening to me, my voice. I will say that the most important thing about this is we've all been operating in the shadows for decades, for years and years and years, second-class citizens treated with disrespect. Finally, 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 we as sports gamblers, we as poker players are respected. Our day has come, free at last. We are free at last, and we're able to do what we want and what we love, and not apologize for it. We'll be right back here on Fifth Street Sports with Raymond Davis from Real Grinders. To wrap it up, don't go away.
6: Fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call.
2: back here on 5th Street Sports with Raymond Davis from Wheel Grinders. Brian Wilson remotely in some location, some secret location <laughs> in the universe. We don't really know where he is. Oklahoma Brian, obviously from Oklahoma. Frank Perez. Nick Eber stepped away. Uh, we were talking about real grinders, uh, Raymond, and what you've accomplished starting this amazing site with over seventeen thousand right. listeners, followers, viewers. I got
9: for like forty thousand followers. Myself.
2: Forty thousand yeah. followers? I can't even like imagine. And, and,
9: and unlike a lot of people, who got their followers. My followers are real. Real followers. Yeah, they're they're real not, they're not like made up. Like They're not know. made up. Yeah. Somebody didn't purchase these. These guys are real. Right. And What uh, you,
2: you impresses me so much, you you interact with everybody. Right, right. You even get into fights with people.
9: Right, right. I right. mean, it's, it's
2: not light, like, it's not light, lightweight stuff.
9: No, no. I mean, I am who I am. I'm <laughs> not going to change who I am for anyone, you know. Uh, 90% love me. You got the 10% that hate me. Oh, uh, yeah. So it is what it is. Um like I said, I built a platform. I want people to be able to voice their opinion. Uh, obviously some of the admins got to cut some of the stuff down in the group because we don't want to be closed or nothing like that. But, uh, we basically give people leeway way to say what they want, do what they want, you know? And, um, I mean, I mean you're ma- the ultimate libertarian. You, you, you allow
2: any kind of anybody, any opinion. Come to Real Grinders, especially the Facebook page, and you can say it. You may be shot down, you may be criticized, but I'll tell you what, that's a great forum to test, pressure test ideas. Yeah, they
9: got, we got 17, scary thing is about it, we got 17,000 people, and 11,000 are active. That means they commented, posted, uh, hit a like button, or whatever. You know, I got all the numbers on that stuff like that. And our base, our biggest base is Las Vegas. So you're talking about 5,000 of our members here in Las Vegas. Uh you can see the you can see the numbers at the tournament. We went from our first Venetian championship had 60 people. Our last Venetian championship had 360 people. So the growth is just amazing. I mean right. just look at that. There's 300 more people. So it's going to keep on getting big. Um they they're, they're trying to get us to go back east. We're going to go to Fresno Club 1. Uh we got our schedule is packed. I mean, it's it's not enough Raymonds because I <laughs> no, I don't I, know about that right because I I mean I can't go everywhere I yeah. I, I would love to go everywhere because yeah. there's You'd real grinders yeah it's real grinders everywhere yeah we're gonna go is is real more. grinders everywhere and I would love to go everywhere and and meet the followers the fans the people who's in the group and stuff like that but it's, Literally impossible.
2: You're like Jay Z. You just you can't right. can't
9: meet can't, can't satisfy all the <laughs> right. all the fans. All right, so Brian Wilson, you're there,
2: and I know we're talking yeah. about real grinders with Raymond Davis and what a I, I call it a cult falling. I don't mean a cult in a bad way. Right, but there's, right. there's such dedication and such love, but you come out to the World Series of Poker and you understand what a, what a community this is, what a fraternity. Uh, I've heard it talked about as the greatest like, and and this is kind of a sexist comment. I'll say a male summer camp. Although there's a lot of women that come as well, but it's really a poker players summer camp. It's not just about poker. It's about having dinner. It's about rejoining. Right. It's about having a blast. Talk about the world uh, the World Series of Poker, and we'll we'll come into Raymond in a minute about what he's going to provide uh, poker players when they're when they want to take a little moment uh, free. Talk about the World Series of Poker and how important it is, Brian.
17: Yeah, it's, I, I first started coming out in 2004, so I was a little late to the party. But, you know, it's like having dinners at Hugo Cellar uh, in the basement of the Four Queens. And you know, I was first taken there by a poker player by the name of Dave Kokloff And I met a wow. lot of European players. What a legend. And it's a, it's, it's a worldwide deal, the World Series of Poker. You'll, mm-hmm. you'll run into people from every country, and it's just a melting, mixing pot of everything good that uh, that you can see people having fun, people changing their lives, and just relationships that are built. I still talk to a ton of people over in Europe that I met at the WSOP, and it's just a, a lot of fun to go back each year and see the same people and see how their lives have changed, how their families have grown, their businesses, stuff like that. And one of the questions I wanted to ask Ray is, you know, having Ray on today, we got to get a good Phil Ivy story we got to get a good Ivy story out of raid before we, before we oh, get done
9: today. Uh, I don't I I, I don't tell so many of them. I don't want to give, you know, um jeez. How do
17: you meet Phil Ivy? Tell me about the first time you met Phil Ivy. Oh,
9: well, the first time I met Phil Ivy, uh okay, I'll tell you a good Phil Ivy story. First time I met Phil Ivy was at the Hustler Casino. And uh I walked in there, and he looked at me, he says, God damn it. Do you have to win every tournament? You're all over card player. And that's, that was when I was at my peak winning a lot of tournaments back in maybe 2004, 2005. I was always in card player. They did the amazing Raymond Davis story and everything. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So, so, so let me tell you a really good Phil Ivy story. So, um, uh, I'm I'm out binging with women, sports betting all this, hanging out at strip clubs back in L.A. You know this is, you know, in my heyday I was didn't care about money, had a total healthy disrespect for money, <laughs> and um, so I wake up one morning I look at the dresser and I see I'm down to my case hundred and seventy dollars. <laughs> so I say to myself I said I guess I got to go play poker. <laughs> You know, after not playing poker for five, six days, it's just blowing off thousands and thousands of dollars. So I, I go, I head to the Hustler casino because that's where the, you know, really juicy Omaha high-low game was. And I figured, I figured with 150-some dollars, I could play six, six, twelve and, you know, and and could possibly run it up. So I get the Hustler, I put my name on the board and, um, I'm like third on the list and the floor man says, hey, Ray, your buddy's back there. I said, my buddy. I said, who? He said, oh, Ivy's back there. He's playing, you know, with Larry. So I, I walk to the back. L- Larry Flint. Yeah, Larry Flint, the, the owner said, and the right. Yeah, whatever. So, so I walked back there and um, <laughs> and, and they got it all roped up and they got all these huge security guards and shit. They got it all roped off. And the guy says, uh, I, I go to reach, up, go up underneath the rope, and they say, you can't go underneath this rope. I said, you mean this rope that I'm going underneath right now? <laughs> so anyway I go up underneath the rope I go straight to Phil The security's looking at me oh he must know him or whatever and um, let me tell you it's uh, Phil's in the game uh, Ted Forrest uh, David Oppenheimer uh, you know uh, Larry Flynn and um, that's a killer lineup right so I said I said uh, geez Phil says oh, geez what are you doing Ray I said I'm just here you know trying to get in action he says Phil looks at me, he said, Why don't you jump in this game? <laughs> they're, they're playing four and eight you They got 170 bucks to I your name. name. I, I said I said, Phil, I'm I might be a little short. <laughs> <laughs> and then he said, Phil looks at me, he said, No, you're not short. He said, Here's fifty thousand. No. So no. So Phil Ivy gives me fifty thousand, which is a extreme short bet. And uh he looks at me, I said, Wow. I said, Do I gotta play, Phil? <laughs> Can I, can I cash out? He he said, he said, that's the idea. (laughs) So I, so I sit in the game, I sit in the game and and I, and I, and the Annie's are a thousand. I said, thousand dollar Annie's, eight thousand in a pot before. (laughs) That's my mortgage. (laughs) So I said, I said, Jesus Christ. I said, so I stand up and announce to the table. I said, you guys, I don't want to play poker. I just want to steal Annie's for about an hour. (laughs) And then I'll be out of you guys' way. And, and, it, and David, David Oppenheimer looks at me and says, sure, Ray, we're going to let you do that. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so I sit down and I, I raised the first hand. I had like ace, 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 king, queen suited, uh, two to, two to flush. I raised and I proceed, David Oppenheimer proceeds to three bet me. Uh-oh. I said, Jesus Christ, looking at, after the three bet, I got 12,000 in there. I only started with 15. <laughs> now 15. we got a game. I said, boy, I better make the first hand. So <laughs> the first, the first card I caught was a 10. Uh, ten of spades, so now I got three to the flush on fourth and uh I got shot ten and uh I checked, boof, they're betting. I'm calling how uh, much did you bet? Four thousand. Four thousand. So now I catch the ten. I'm on Bro- I got Broadway on fifth street. Mm. So now David Oppenheimer leads out. I, I popped him sixteen thousand or whatever. You know, and uh anyway, I end up winning like a seventy nine thousand dollar pop, oh. right? And, uh, uh, Ted Forrest looks at me. He says, Jesus Christ, Raymond looks so comfortable in this game <laughs> at, at these limits. And then t- Phil Ivy looks at him. He says, well, he plays this limited tournaments all the time. <laughs> 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 right. So then I play, I, I won a couple of more pots and, uh, you know, I'm really giving it to him now. Now, now the trash talking is going on. You know, do you guys play this game every week or, you know, and I, Ivy says, uh, you know, Time for you to hit the racks, you know. He said, "Get out." So now, now the floor man walks to the game. The floor man from the six twelve area walks to the game. He says, "Mr. Davis, your six twelve seat is open." <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I said, "Do it." Fucking look like I'm. <laughs> I'm gonna play. You can't six say that word. <laughs> we'll beat that out. Sorry. Six twelve poker. I said did here. I said I gave him a fifty dollar tip. I said, "Buddy, we're playing for real money. Yeah, over here. Real money we're playing value. mortgages. Yeah, you're going to play for six. Yeah. I we 'We're not going you, six you, to $60. You up. did run your money up. Oh, so wow. I walked into the hustler with hundred and fifty dollars and walked out of the hustler. I, I was a hundred thousand winner. Phil was very generous. It was a total free roll. I walked out of the hustler with over twenty thousand. You gave Phil back some money, yeah? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, no, yeah, I, I gave I, like, him all the money. How, how
2: does this work?
3: Really?
9: I actually gave uh, him, a, a, a lot of people listening I don't know how I actually gave works. Phil. after I was done playing. Yeah. I actually gave Phil all the money. Oh, that out. is really how, cool.
3: How much was the cash out when you, that you handed to Phil? It
9: was a hundred. I cashed out a hundred eight thousand. So I gave I gave I gave Phil a whole hundred eight thousand. He gave me like twenty eight. Oh, all
1: oh, wow.
2: Cool. That's so, class. And so you know
9: what people say? They say, "How can you play 8000 four thousand eight thousand for so small?" I said, "I'm playing four four thousand eight thousand. Well, How big do you want me to play?" <laughs>
3: Unbelievable! I mean, so, you know, so you walk out with twenty eight thousand, twenty eight so thousand, and make it, five or
2: six hundred and th- a th- six twelve. This is this is a ridiculous question, but so what did you do the next day? Where, where did, did you go where back did to you buy in the plus next strip? Oh, oh, what did you do after
9: that? Actually, the next day I went to Bellagio and I went on a little run in Bellagio, and I had turned, and then I end up going back to Commerce. I end up turning. I mean, I can't say I turned one hundred fifty hundred fifty dollars but i end up having the best month of my life i end up winning like four hundred thousand dollars what from,
3: from that yeah. phil ivy
9: free roll right, right? i ended wow. up winning four hundred thousand i was crushing i won two tournaments at commerce i remember getting a hundred thousand one fifty thousand in, in another one uh i got player to series then i was crushing the live downstairs it was a crazy run all right
2: so so brian brian wilson you're listening to all this Nice. You understand why the man here, the, the man, Raymond Davis, is the head of real grinders. <laughs> He's a real grinder. Talk right. about how amazing that story you just heard. Give us some context on that story.
17: It's truly amazing. I mean, this happens all the time. I can back it up with a story of my own. In 2005, I was at the World Series of Poker. I was staying at the frontier that's been torn down. <laughs> I didn't feel good that day, so I said, I'll take $500 down to a blackjack table. If I turn the 500 into 5000 I meant to play this tournament. In a half hour, I turned 500 into 5000 went down to the Rio, registered. Three days later, I won $370,000 in a bracelet. Oh, so oh, wow. sometimes all you need is the opportunity to get in the damn game.
3: Mm-hmm. No, but if I was Raymond, after that story, I would have pictures. I would have pictures of Phil Ivey at my house. I, I, would, I would take some of my kids' pictures. <laughs> Phil's, down. Phil's been good to me. I mean, <laughs>
9: yeah. I, I, he's coming. I'm pretty sure, hundred percent sure, he's, he's coming, coming to this year's, World, year's Series. World Series. Been and you uh, and I called his last Gold Bracelet. Yeah, event, so we called it together. You know, that was like that one was of the highest gold, rated. That was WSOP event. It was a fun event. You know, Daniel was tweeting that out. Everybody, how, how, every, I mean, it's, it was history in making. Hey, it was, that's I, what I saying. Nolan, do you have a copy of that? I, it's probably at WSOP.com. No, it's, it's not there. They didn't art. anymore. How can they right. not
2: archive? Wow. I can't believe it. I, I knew this would happen. We get with the great Ray Davis. We get with Brian Wilson. We get with Oklahoma Brian. We get with Frank Perez. And of course, I can't believe two hours flew by. <laughs> can you believe this?
9: It's a great two hours. I got to wrap it up. As long can you come th- back
2: and join us again, Raymond? Anytime.
9: It was longer than any of my dates. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> this is Nolan Dallas for Fifth Street Sports. We will be back. Good night. Thank you so much. Love you all. Join
9: Real Grinders.
14: Transcription
2: Nolan Dalla back with Fifth Street Sports. What an amazing couple of hours we had. We had Bill <laughs> Ardine live from the roof of the Preakness in Baltimore, Maryland, talking about the race, which is probably going on as I talk. Well, it's probably over. Just amazing. It's probably over by now. Frank Perez, thanks for joining us. Yeah. Oklahoma O'Brien, our, our regular resident handicapper expert. Brian Wilson, for the first time, a gold bracelet winner the World Series of Poker. We're going to have you on, sir a lot of shows going forward here in the next uh you know couple of months and next couple of years Brian Wilson what a legend and you have so many great stories and we're th- privileged to have I you see. on and we also have Raymond Davis here in studio uh Raymond last uh commercial break here for talking right. about uh fist, uh <laughs> talking well, about real grinders yeah, and, and real source of Public.
9: real grinders first off I'm honored you know to be going into a partnership and you know helping you know fifth street radio grow helping real grinders grow uh like i say um um we're we're growing daily we get 150 requests to join a group a day every day we get over 150 requests to join a group a day uh we are the number one number one poker group on the planet we are real grinders uh uh I don't think there's no one. You got to be hold, hiding in a rock to not know have heard that name. <laughs> so we're going to continue to grow. Uh, when, when you guys come to the World Series, come to the Real Grinders Lounge across, it's across the, street. the
2: street. It's a it's on the Rio. right
9: there across the street from the Rio. Be sure and join. Just go to real.
2: Just go to Real Grinders on Facebook, and also visit. If you want to stay tuned, we're going to talk longer. We're going to talk here about everything we've discussed. Uh, we're going to do overtime segment. It's called The End Zone, and it's going to be at 5th Street Sports Talk at Facebook. Go on Facebook, query 5th Street Sports. We're going to talk about a lot of this and more. We're going to talk about all the things that you offer, Raymond Davis. Boy, this has been an amazing two hours, and we will be back with overtime on The End Zone. Thanks for joining us, everybody. All of those of you who listen, we got the World Cup of Soccer coming up in the the summer wow so much to talk about we'll be back next time see you next week